on the BIP sofa is Melanie Atwater. And today we're going to be talking actually quite interestingly here. Often we bring business to business conversations here, but we're really talking about B2C, business to consumer. And every single one of you listening to this, whether you're watching us live or listening as you're walking your dog later on or in the car, this is relevant to us all because we all need, as Maslow says, the safety of a house. It's our number one need, is our, our need to have shelter. And today we're talking to Melanie Atwater, who's a, an expert in uh, helping you buy and sell your house, and is an independent estate agent. Absolutely fantastic lady that I have known for about 10 years, uh, extremely passionate about this subject, um, gives an absolutely incredible um, personal service and we are very proud to say that she is one of our BIP 100 members and I'm just going to say very quickly what that means. So many of you will know that Thomas and I stand for community and the importance of people being inside a community so that they can support each other and grow and we run business community called BIP 100 and these are 100 experts in their field that we spend a lot of time interviewing and we spend a lot of time making sure that we've got the diversity of expertise within BIP 100 so they can enjoy each other and in a way create a marketplace for them as well as helping them to learn and grow together. And so it's with huge pleasure that we twice a month run this podcast with our experts and we do that because a lot of people use social media, listen to things because they're maybe um, tracking down a client but actually one of the most critical things in our lives is we find good suppliers. And so um, it's really exciting to do a, a B2C conversation um, because house buying or house selling is relevant to us all. So um, stay with us for the next 30 minutes or so and enjoy this conversation because I think this is a sort of conversation you might tune into Radio 4 and listen to these sort of conversations. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are talking very deeply about a subject that's in the heart of us all. It's so, Radio Bit. <laughs> radio <laughs> Bit. So welcome, Melanie. I know you're in Portugal this week. And yes. I know that is where you love being as well. Um, Absolutely. And your son is on a football camp as we yes. speak. Um, yes. So now we know that you do actually live in England. That is your home. And we know how passionate you are about estate agency. Tell us a little bit about your business. And then I think we're going to really go into this conversation and see how we can educate each everybody on this subject a bit. Sure. OK, so my background is in sales uh, and property renovation. And I uh, started uh, my own estate agency just before COVID, actually, <laughs> uh, having worked uh, on the high street uh, for estate agents there. And for me, it was a great marrying of uh, my passion for helping people uh, and using my experience of property renovation and house buying um, for people and also my sales experience in negotiation. And for me, I see it as a real privilege, you know, buying a new home uh, for people. It's a milestone in their life, you know, new memories going to be made. And when I hand over the keys on completion day, um, obviously, I'm saying, you know, goodbye to the sellers who are moving on to their next chapter, but I'm welcoming people who might just had a baby or they've just got married or whatever it is to their new chapter. And to be part of that is incredibly rewarding. And I do see it as a privilege. Yes, it's hard work dealing with solicitors and it's an emotional roller coaster because I, you know, I'm on that with my clients, but I do everything I can to help them. 
and to be part of that um in fact just a little story so uh, on completion day i give um i get a photo book made up of the, all the photographs we use to sell the property to give to the seller because there might be 10 15 20 years of memories that have been and so when they can have that as a coffee table book you know because that's often those lovely. visuals do remind them so so yeah that's uh, a little that's bit about my business that's a beautiful touch i love that so i i I remembered, so I actually Googled this because I remember that moving house was one of the most, is seen as being one of the most stressful things in life. And I thought I would tell everybody or remind everyone that the one that I saw when it was what are the most, five most stressful things in your life, death of a loved one is number one, second is divorce, and third is moving, followed by major illness or job loss. So here we are. Making a speech in public. <laughs> and, and also often when you're moving house it might be because of divorce it might be because yeah. of bereavement it might be because of debt you know so sometimes you know people are going through you know a really hard time yeah. so well I remember I do remember that um back some time ago when Thomas and I decided to sell the house we love because we need to invest in the business that we also loved I can remember I couldn't even be in the house when the people were looking around it. Um, yeah. And I remember at the time, the agents were really fascinated with me, uh, but it was just too painful. I couldn't see somebody yeah. walk around and talk about how they were going to change it and imagine them living in my house. It's, yeah. So this personal service that, that you give mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is really powerful, not just from the emotional support, which I think it'd be nice to get onto that a little bit, but also I'd love us to talk through really the scenarios, because, yeah, there are a lot of high street estate agents but what's fascinating is obviously you are you're online. You're so skilled online for doing search and marketing online. So let's have a scenario. So say I was um, selling a house. Say I lived in, let me choose somewhere. I live in St. Albans, which I don't live, but I live in St. Albans and I want to sell a house. I'm a busy person. Um, I haven't got a lot of time to do this, but I know I've got to sell for the reasons you might say. I might be divorced, I might have lost my job might be in debt, might be finding this cost of living crisis really clamping down on me. Tell me what happens. They find you online, do they? They do a search. Where would they find you? Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn, social media, and I always recommend get a local agent because you're not just selling the bricks and mortar. You're selling the lifestyle, selling what schools, what good schools are out down there. You know, how easy it is to get into into the city, you're commuting. Um, What's the neighbourhood like? What's the lifestyle? Where are the health clubs? So always have a local agent. Now, I am always available to give advice to anybody in the country and and, and further afield. You know, I have been asked to sell houses on the Isle of Wight and different whatever, but always try and stay local because your local agent will, one, know the market. So what's happening with prices, you know, and regardless of all the news you see on the television, it's always localised. You know, so the property market is always localized. So get a local agent who really knows because they're selling the lifestyle and get somebody who's passionate. You know, when they walk in your front door, you know, we always get a first impression of somebody. Do you trust them? And do when when you're showing them around the house, do they have a vision of what somebody may use the house for? And I know you said, you know, one thing is um, you said you wouldn't want, you know, the emotional thing of someone looking around your house and they're going to change this. Well, when I do viewings, okay, no seller should ever do viewings for a variety of reasons, okay? 
And one is the, the reason that you just said you're emotionally attached and you don't want to be here and they want to knock the walls down and that kind of thing. But the buyer will feel more comfortable going around the house. So, yeah, talking things through while they're there rather than when they get home going, oh, we could do this or we could do that. But also the estate agent is there to sell that house to say, well, you know, have you have you seen properties locally? Is this a specific area you're looking for? If this isn't the house for you, then let us find something else. So when I do a viewing, then it's about engaging with that buyer because it's a dating game. It's matching the right buyer to the right property. Okay. Because the last thing you want is someone offering on a property and then pulling out a week before exchange. So my job, or a good estate agent's job, is to really make sure you've got that really great fit. Okay. And certainly a year ago when the market was super tight, the properties were selling in a day because it was low stock. You know, people are offering on houses really because they really needed desperate for a house. But then you'll find, you know, they might they might say in two weeks later, oh, actually, we've, we've offered too much and we've drawn the offer. So you want to avoid all of that. So how do you profile a buyer? Your agent, ask, always ask your estate agent. Sorry? How do you profile a buyer is serious then, Melanie? Questioning and engaging. So all my buyers, all my buyers, unless I get new ones on a daily basis, and I'm are on my phone. I've met them at viewings. I know exactly what they're looking for. So when I go to an evaluation or I say a, an advice meeting, I'm there to give advice, not just value their house. That's very, very narrow. I'm there just to say, well, why am I here and how can I help you? Okay. It might be that actually you don't need to move. If you're if you're thinking of moving because you want your uh, elderly parents to come and live with you, um, then how have you thought about reconfiguring the garage and that kind of thing? Save on stamp duty and they can come and Living, living the home you are. So I'm there to just give the best advice possible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, how you, it's all about engagement, asking open questions and, and knowing your buyers. And when that's why I do all the viewings, okay? And with no disregard or disrespect to, you know, people in their early 20s, you know, I've got life experience. I've bought and sold several houses. I'm an estate agent. And so when I'm, Talking to buyers walking around the property, you know, would this work for you? You know, trying to find out about their lifestyle. Is are you commuting to London three days a week? Does that like to change? So it's it's about engagement, and it always comes down to communication. You know, so no, it's classic. Your question qualifying your clients. I mean, it's classic, isn't it? Asking loads and loads of questions to Absolutely. save everybody time. Absolutely, yeah, because. I want to look after my sellers, but I also equally want to look after those buyers. And those buyers might even become a seller with me, yeah. if, you know, if they need my help as well. So Who's more important, the parties. seller or the buyer? My client is the seller, for sure. But you want to make sure you're making a good match with the buyer because then you're looking after your seller. You, it's, a, it's a dating game. It really is. It's a matchmaking service. Mm. And what if, um, what if I was wanting to buy a house? Um, say I'd come back, I was an expat coming into the country or, you know, I've been living with my parents and well, whatever. And I haven't got something to sell, but I'm really wanting to buy one. I haven't got time to hunt down because that's a huge job. We know that, you know, all of us, anybody that's hunted down a house, it's a huge job to look for a house. Do you help people to find the right house as well? Completely. So uh, I, for example, one property um, last year, I did 22 viewings on one Saturday for clients from nine in the morning till half six at night, which 
you won't find many estate agents will do that. On one um, house. No, no, four. One, one house from one nine in the morning till half six. I collapsed in a heap at half past six with my sellers who came back wanting to get back into their house with their two dogs and kids. Wow. Uh, you throw 22 on the, on the people around one house. Well, there was more than 22. That's 22 viewings. So they're, often they were like, you know, husband, wife and child, whatever. <laughs> because but I want to get the best the sales price for my clients. So yeah. I will work really hard and not say, oh, no, we're fully booked. That's not going to serve anybody so I did 22 views on the Saturday negotiated on the Sunday on the Monday we had a sale agreed and my clients were like Melanie we need you to find us a house and this was in a market obviously last year low stock so I have access to a database and I can say you tell me and I told them I said tell me your three roads because they were moving locally they gave me the three roads they were looking for and I, I've got access to a database so I can say right Let's look at this postcode within a quarter mile radius. Let's look at people who haven't moved in the last seven years. So if they've been in the house seven years plus, they're more likely to be primed for selling because they've had a little child, change of you know, job or whatever it might be. You know, kids are getting older, so they need to upsize or the kids have left home and they need to downsize. So if they haven't moved in seven years plus, then they're, they're more likely to consider selling. And then let's look at the kind of target price that we're looking at. You want a minimum of three bed and boom, it will show me all the properties. And I go, look, it's brought up 50 properties that I can send a letter to, not a letter saying we've got buyers looking in your area. Say, I've got, you know, Mark and Alison, they're now under offer. Um, they've asked me to target your road in particular because their child is going to the school around the corner. Um, this is their situation. If you've been having conversations about moving, then would you entertain a conversation with me to give you advice? And just like I'm doing for them, I can do for you. Because one of the main objections of people moving houses, but where are we going to move to? So that just keeps the whole thing going. So, so I found them there, their dream house and, and uh, they haven't moved in yet, but we're working on it. Um, but yes, for sure. So I offer a search and secure service. And it's if I had a pound for everybody who I went to see who said, well, yeah, we've been thinking of selling, but we haven't found anywhere to go to yet. And I'm like, yeah, but everybody in the same, nobody wants to move yeah. unless they've found somewhere to go to. You're, you know, yes, you're special, but you're not. That's not extraordinary. Everybody wants to move for, the, for a reason. And until they've found somewhere they're happy with, I would never want anyone to move when they haven't found somewhere they're really looking forward to moving to. It's all part and parcel. And so yes, I offer that whole service. The thing is, then the stock isn't on the market because you so you never really yeah, no one's going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really, really fascinating. Because obviously any of us house buyers would get things from estate agents dropped through the door. So but what I say the marketing leaflet saying we've got somebody interested in houses on this road, but nothing I love the personalization of that. That's really clever well, it's genuine I mean, yeah I and again it comes back to communication so what I for so for example I sold a house uh last year June it was um I'd see, met the people to, before Covid I went for an initial meeting and they were looking for a specific type of house modern house specific kind of design and they said well we're not ready yet but you know uh, we'll keep in touch Anyway, they they called me on a Wednesday and said, right, Melanie, we found a house and we want to put an offer in. Can you sell a house? I'm like, OK, right. 
So they signed the contract with me on the Thursday and uh, they said, the thing is, we found this place, but it's um, an office, it's, it's a Victorian property, but it's been converted into offices. So it's gonna take us nine months to redo it and everything. So we, so we need somebody who can wait. And because I engage with my buyers and, and that kind of thing, I said, I've got just the person who's looking in your area and I know for sure that they will, they would wait. Could I do a one-off viewing on Saturday with this person? And they went, okay, sounds too good to be true, but yes. So I um, called Rex and I said, Rex, I think I've got a house for you, um, but can you email me and confirm that you can indeed wait for nine months? Because on that premise, I can get you into a one-off viewing on Saturday and I can secure it for you. And he's, so he emailed me as per conversation. Yes, we can wait, you know, because I didn't want any pressure on my clients. Um, yes, we can wait for nine months. And this was in the October of the previous year. Came around for the viewing on the Saturday. I could see it all over the face. They were like, yeah, this is it. So negotiated in the garden. My clients wanted 950. I got them to uh, secure it at 1 million on the basis that it would wait for nine months. They waited for nine months and moved in June. So people yeah. will wait. It's all about making sure everyone's on the same page, yeah. you know? So if I come to your house and you go, oh gosh, you know, we haven't found, we're worried about finding somewhere. I say, so that's my job. My job is to relay that to the buyers and say, look, they haven't found yet. I'm helping them look. This could be a month. It could be three months. It could be six months. But that's where we are. And if you're happy to wait, then great. If not, let's try and find you something else. So it's just about being clear and everybody being on the same page. Your buyers and sellers must love you, Melanie. Yeah, they must absolutely love you. And do you do this anywhere? I know we've pass some referrals to you like somebody was way up in Cambridge and everything you can do this anywhere absolutely yeah I mean so I always say um you know you can break down estate agency uh, and one thing for me is I think that sadly estate agents have lost their uh the perception of professionalism you know you go to an architect because they are expert in this field you know you go to an accountant because they can do all the numbers and they know what they're doing and unfortunately in the industry estate agents are no longer seen as an expert okay but a, a good estate agent is uh, you can break it down two brackets marketing and negotiation and within the marketing there's staging the property um i like to think and i i i stole this off a wonderful business coach i think you know royston guest and in everything you do it should be deliberate and conscious you know, so we choose a sunny day to do the photographs. You know, I will do twilight shots because things, something that a twilight shot does is it looks like a home, cozy at night, and that engage, you're buying a home, not a, a house. And so on right move, a twilight shot will engage with the emotions and it looks all cozy. You can imagine your, your family living there. So the attention to detail in marketing, and for example, social media is super important these days. Social media a bit like a for sale board outside your house, gets passive buyers. And there's a lot of passive buyers out in the market right now. The reason being, and a passive buyer is somebody who is not actively looking on right move or they're not set up on alerts. They've kind of given up. Interest rates are going through the roof, da, 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 cost of living crisis. We're not looking for a house right now. But then they're driving to take their kid to school. And the house has just come on the market. Okay. And so, for example, last year I sold a property that um, had been on the market uh, for nine months uh, with two previous agents and hadn't sold. 
and there was a uh, the, the headline photograph. I'm just trying to see if I've got it here. The headline photograph was uh, a bungalow, um, and obviously a lot of people a bit like on the dating they swipe left. No, we don't want a bungalow. Can't stand the things. Um, and I posted this, uh, so I, I got this because the lady hadn't had any success. So the front of the bu building was a, was a bungalow. The the headline shot I used for Right Move, and I don't know whether you'll see it, is yeah, that that is well, the same. If anybody's property. listening back, so I've got to describe this because if people are listening back on one of the podcast channels, this is a beautiful. It actually looks like something from Portugal. So at the back, it's two layers with steps going up, beautiful yes. lighting, a beautiful table and chairs outside, lovely wicker furniture. It looks stunning. So that was the back of yeah. the bungalow. That was the back of the house. Amazing. Whereas what, what the previous agents had, had used is the, um, I'm just trying to get it up, but um, is the, um, just the bungalow. Yeah, so people bungalow. would just swipe left. Absolutely. So I put this on social media, okay? And on Facebook, um, uh, a couple who were getting married and they were putting off buying a house until they'd had honeymoon and da, da, da. He saw it, Adam. Adam saw it and he tagged his wife to be and said, oh, this looks perfect for us. So I messaged him on Messenger and said, hi, do you want to have a viewing? And it's like eight o'clock at night, you know, so this is all about availability as well. You know, your personal estate agent, you know, it doesn't buy at 5.30, you know, people are mostly available when they leave work, you know, so be available outside of hours, okay? So then you're going to get the buyers. Uh, and also sellers are going to be able to talk through any concerns or whatever. So anyway, so so they came to see it the next day. Sold. Okay. And they were delighted. They I was there on some completion day with flowers, champagne, new chapter. It was a blended family that were coming together, having uh, both been separated from previous uh, relationships. Um, kids loved it. Mm -hmm. And uh, just awesome. But it'd be the market. For nine months with two previous and it's that's that's marketing so within marketing it's so many things it's it's been proactive and who's going to buy this house you know get in front of those people so social media is really important to get passive buyers people who are not necessarily looking right now and that is a big part of the market where, is that on a page so, have a page on there's page. all the market there's loads of things in marketing i can talk for hours and then there's negotiation get somebody who's a skilled negotiator who really wants the who will get the best price for your house from the most solid buyer who's not going to pull yeah, out yeah yeah so if i'm if i'm somebody listening to this now and i'm thinking yeah I really like the sound of Melanie and I am passively looking. What would they go to? Would they go to a page? Do you have a Facebook page or do they search your name? Yeah, I've got, um, we can put a link in, Melanie Atwater, uh, Independent State Agent on Facebook. Right. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter and I'm also on LinkedIn, Melanie Atwater. Um, right. I'm, I, I'm very, I would love to give advice. Um, I can give generic advice. I would always say, go to your local agent. I do work with agents all over the country, so I can always help recommend. Um, so just, just message me so and if me I can just, help, I can um, help. Let me spell that for anybody, because if you're watching this, you'll be able to see Melanie's name there. So it's Melanie, you probably know how to spell Melanie, but it's at water, A-double-T, water, all one word. Um, so look at Melanie up on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and I find this really fascinating because it is I, I'm really interested in this local local thing as well, because I think you're right. You watch B 
BBC News or whatever, and they talk all about the housing market. You read the Evening Standard, they're talking about the London market. Um, so what do you really feel this sort of cost of living crisis and property prices vary hugely how much is being impacted? Is that depending on where they are? Like we live in Farnham in Surrey and we're always being told that that's fairly immune to house prices reducing, although we have noticed they are starting to reduce. Um, so what would you say about the local market? Okay, so there's always a three month lag. So um, the way you find out about what's really happening in the market is when looking at sold prices and it takes three months for sold uh, to hit land registry. So we're almost always three months behind. Oh, right. So the latest figures we've got is that November, uh, house prices went by two, two down by 2.3%. But that is national. Uh, it is very local. You know, I'm in Surrey as well. I'm in Caterham. Um, we're still seeing people come out of London because they need to be in the office three days a week. And they're looking for that greener lifestyle that is we're still getting from, from after COVID, where people want to be outside, you know, because they don't want to be hemmed in, 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 in the house. They want outside space. So there is still a lot of demand in my area from people moving out of London. Okay, so yes, yes, mortgage rates have gone up. Okay, all I would say is that for people who, um, if you're selling, then obviously you might sell at a lower price, but especially if you're upsizing, you're going to buy at a lower price as well. Okay, so that kind of evens it out, should we say, all, all offset. And again, if you get an agent who can help with your negotiation, uh, which your agent should do, um, because your agent should be liaising with, with the person who you're buying your next home from to keep them up to date with chain details and where you're at in the process and keep it all together, which is really important, communication again. So, um, yeah, you know, a good estate agent might be able to get you a saving of 20, 30 grand off your onward purchase using their negotiation skills. So yes, there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. Yes, it has impacted the market. But when you move house, you know, unless you're moving for an investment and you're going to sell in two years, different story. But if you're moving because you want a bigger house for you and the kids and you're going to be there seven years plus, if it means you're going to have seven years of waking up thinking, oh gosh, it's so great to be in this house. And every day that's improved your quality of life. You know, money isn't everything, you know, and you may be prepared to take a bit of a hit because actually what it's giving you is that quality of life yeah, yeah. for the next seven, 15 years. So so let me understand a little bit about the business model. Uh, if it's not getting, I mean, you don't have to give me deep, real details, but so if somebody wanted to hire you, it's almost, I'm, I'm feeling like if, you know, if Thomas and I were going out to buy a house, um, it is so astoundingly depressing walking into houses that just were never right for you. It's time consuming, it's demoralizing, it's embarrassing because you're using up the estate agent's time. They ring you and they say, no, beep, got it wrong again. Um, so to me, it's like hiring a, a housing coach because not only are you helping save time, but there also seems to be a lot of emotional support that you're giving around this. So if somebody was doing the, the search and secure, was it search and secure, you called yes. it? Um, yeah. You charge a fee for that, do you? Is that a one-off fee? How, how do you charge your fee on yeah, that? Yeah, so for, for, for somebody that I'm selling their home, okay, I include that in, in what I'm doing as part of my service, okay? Um, if I'm just doing a search and secure of somebody who is 
either they're not selling a property or they're selling with another agent, um, then I'd always suggest that see if their current agents can do it because it's always best keeping it all in, in one yeah. communication because that agent's going to have to, they're selling your home, they're going to have to keep the onward purchase agent up to date with things. Um, but yeah, so I charge a fee if I'm just doing, and so for example, I, I found a doctor a house in Cambridge um, a couple of years ago and, and the Cambridge market was crazy right then. I mean, houses literally were selling within 12 hours um, so I found a house for him. So I charged him a fee. So it depends on uh, what value property they're looking for, uh, how motivated they are and that kind of thing. So, but again, people can message me and just ask me for advice. Yeah. And when you said somebody's, you say to them, okay, you want to sell your house and I want to help you and, you know, make sure that the pictures are right and the marketing and give you that support. But you say to them, still register with a local estate agent. Are they paying the local estate agent fees and then obviously a little bit on top for your extra help? I'm happy to give advice, okay. I mean, for example, um, on a property that I'm selling, I had a buyer come round. Uh, they said, we're really struggling with our current agents. I said, well, send me a link to your property. And I said, well, first of all, lead image, you need to be using the back of the house with beautiful extension, looking onto the garden, change that image, okay? The pricing strategy is all wrong. It should be within the right move brackets to get as much interest, change the pricing structure. And funnily enough, I looked on it this morning and they changed the lead photograph. So they had actually listened to the advice that I'd given, uh, which is not always the case. So. I can, I can, you know, I work with agents nationwide, so I can always refer to somebody who I recommend yeah. and I know is, you know, has got that energy and passion and service that, that I like to think I give. Um, so I can help them find someone local. That's really um, good. But, but and I can help people as well, so directly. Yeah. When you do a search and secure, is that, is that a monthly fee? they pay or is it a percentage of the price of the place they're buying correct yes yeah, a percentage, percentage of the, of the price, price the property they're buying buy. yes oh, and it's, you know they do it they do it in <laughs> australia they do it in the us yeah. um, i think it makes it so is much becoming sense. more known here i think it makes so much sense because the time emotional energy yeah. that you use doing it is and then the last Lately. thing I thought I would talk about is that I love the fact um, because Thomas and I our expertise is not in house design <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people you know we've got some friends that are phenomenal and we walk into the houses they buy them as wrecks and then we look at what they've done and we think how did they have the foresight what I loved is you said see that, that a lot we do when you show people around your you seem to have that house design foresight where you say look you could not walk this wall down you could extend this you could use the garage is that something that is partic you're particularly good at do you love that well every estate agent should be you, you know you should be a property expert you know yeah. you're giving advice on people to people um so it's all part and parcel of, yeah. of, of what I do. It's, it's having that expert service and knowing your stuff and being able to advise people, you know, yeah, just like it was an accountant, you know, how to I save money. Well, this is experience a lot of estate agents in our 32 years of marriage. I don't think there are many that do what you're talking about. I, mean, well, I like, don't think so either. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we give a spec. on the transaction, not the service. You give a spec to them. And you, you end up at a house and you think, how did they ever think that this was right for us against that space? I've been there. 
I've been there. I've gone in, had an hour. I've said I want a Victorian house on a quiet road, and they send me a bungalow on a main road. You know, I've been <laughs> yeah, there. I've done it. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's it's really fantastic, Melanie, and uh, very uplifting. Very, very uplifting. And um, yeah, Thomas and I are really by your side with this. We we really believe in what you're doing and love the fact that you're part of our community. And um, yeah, thank you for how much you've shared as well. And what really your integrity come, it really oozes through. And so this offer of people just being able to contact you for advice it, it, without any sort of major obligation is really kind. I just want to, as we go to the top of the show, I want to um, just reiterate how you can get hold of Melanie. So you can find Melanie at Water, A-double-T Water, or one word, on LinkedIn. She's got a, a Facebook page. She's got the an Instagram. So, um, and of course, you can contact Thomas and I if you want us to connect you to her. Um, but, you know, all power to your elbow, as my father would say. Absolutely love this. Um, you know, going in in your own way to provide the service to people who are emotionally vibed, you know, this is huge for them. Um, yeah. And, it, and, and I don't know anybody that's not busy. And to be able to work with you to help them save time and, and get it right is just tremendous. So thank yeah. you, Melanie. Absolutely brilliant. Thank um, you. <laughs> and it's been lovely to talk to you. Thanks, Melanie. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs>